Welcome to the 90th Minute Whistle Podcast, um, presented by Live Sports and your host, Mario. I'm here with my co-host, Leon. Hello. Uh, we're going to continue where we left off last time in terms of the Champions League um, final squads that we're comparing. Mm-hmm. There isn't much to talk about yet in football because there haven't been any major changes. There's just been some fixtures, a couple of entertaining fixtures, but for now, we'll just deal with this Champions League squad thing. I think it was fun. I think it was a fun thing that you didn't even do. So, like, I wanted to carry it over to the podcast. Which which one uh, do you want to start with? Yo, Loki. Like, mm-hmm. I know you're just sent with some stuff. But yeah. um, Ferguson, mutual friend, just sent uh, WhatsApp in the group. Yeah. Um, you see it? Give me a second. Ballot SEM Chef Cool. EFL Cup Winners Edition. Yeah, but like I said, um, let's just finish the Champions League ones first. Yeah, but um, I'm like, yo, just like, what? What is the coincidence? Mean? That we're doing this, and then he just sends that. Like I said, the universe working mysterious ways. So, all right, says so the Real Madrid up first, right? I don't know which one you want to start with. Um, I'll, I'll open the first link that you sent me. This is the Tottenham Liverpool 2018. So Liverpool 2019, sorry. Yeah, the 2018 was when they lost to Madrid. Yeah. Versus their 2015, right? Mm-hmm. All right. Oh, you yeah, okay. I'm going to come out and I'm just going to see it. The, 20, the 2019 team, hands down. No competition. None. Really? Why is that? One, the, the 2005 team was lucky. They say Chelsea's Champions League was lucky. No, this team was lucky. Really? Why is that? Because who could imagine that AC Milan would have thrown away a three-goal lead? And they won this on penalties. No problem, but also you have no, to the only that. two persons mm-hmm. in this team that makes the, the 2018 team mm-hmm. is Alonso, Xavi Alonso, and Gerard. No, I agree with that in some ways, but here's where I disagree with that. Mm-hmm. One, they're playing Janar and Arisa out of position. I know that Jimmy Treyor is listed at the left back, but he was a defensive midfielder being thrown into the left back position for the day. John Arnarisa was moved up into midfield. He's the left back. I think that John Arnarisa is just as good a left back as Robertson, based on the based on his overall career as well. And um, I do agree with that. The back line, because Hippia was world class at the time, Carragher was world class at the time. May not have been the best of the best centre backs, but they were world class at the time. Of course, Jersey Dudek was a world class keeper at the time. Of course. Um, he still wouldn't pick him over the didas of the world. He still wouldn't pick him over the um, um a lot of other goalkeepers who were keeping at the time. You know, the Buffons, all of those guys. I guess and Julius Cesar, these people. Yeah, you're not going to pick yeah, him Julio over. Yeah, Julius Cesar. Yeah, like he wouldn't put him over those guys. But he was still a world-class keeper at the time. Luis Garcia was a part of the Red Hot Spain squad with Raul and um, Luis Enrique and those guys. So he was world-class at the time. Um, 
Now, granted, Barros is another player. He was a top striker, but he wasn't world-class. The world-class striker actually came off the bench that much, which is Jibril Cisse. Um, I don't know if it was an injury problem or what that made him have to come off the bench, but he was the world-class forward um, team here who came up. And he scored. And he scored in the match as well. Um, but yes, I, I do agree with you that the... Um, they call it one. I, I can't clock being a better manager than Benitez. That's one of the things I can't. And Mane, Fermino, Salah as a front three, all three are world class in their own right. Exactly. So I do agree with that. Um, in the midfield, is world class. The midfield Robertson, is where Van Dijk, Alexander Arnold. That entire defensive unit is world class. It's better than Fabinho. Yeah. As I said, the only two that probably gets into the, the midfield is Xabi Alonso and, Gerard. and Steven Gerrard. Because I would take Gerard. Let's not I would... act like Wijnaldum and Fabinho aren't world-class midfielders as no, well. No, 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 no. It's QL I would take out of the midfield. Well, well it, it was a I second I would take Henderson move. out. No, no, no. No, like, no I'm talking compares in the squads. Like, Henderson oh. would come out for Gerrard. I would yeah. take out I would take out Wijnaldum for Shabi Alonso and I would have Fabi in, t- um, in the place of Harry Kewell. <laughs> John Arnarisa, I would actually I, I don't mind Imar Robertson because I do with both you both of them are world class footballers. Now of course Trent makes it over Finn and any. And again, Jimmy Treore ignore him because he was never a starter in this Liverpool squad. Exactly. It was just for the but match. This that was started. Liverpool's starting backline that season. No, not now, not, not for the entire team. Oh, it's not talking 2019 team. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're starting Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely, that's definitely. Like I said, I think Rafa, Rafa Benitez made some tactical changes he, he wants to make in this final. And I do agree. And their as much as Massive gets a lot of stick, he's a very good centre back. Than, no, 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 no. That's he's the like, second best centre back outside of Van Dyke. Because no, you see the drop off in quality when Matic doesn't play because both Gomez. Gomez, Lovren, they're all they're all sporadic. No, but here's the thing. Matip is underrated in, in, in multiple ways. One, he's a leader. Whether it was at Schalke, whether, whether it's with the um the Cameroon national national team, which he won the African Cup of Nations with, um by beating the Senegalese team. Hippia to me would have been um on the same level of not the same, but slightly worse than Van, even though he was world-class at the time. Jamie Carragher would be the direct comparison to Matip in that he was the leader at the back. He was a ball-playing centre-back because Matip was also playing as a defensive midfielder for Schalke. Um, he was the ball-playing centre-back, but I would prefer Matip over Carragher. But people have to also remember, Carragher was world-class and was one of the first English ball-playing centre-backs. Because he wasn't great in the air. He's actually shot for a centre-back. Um, he played physical, but it wasn't his best ability. And he was definitely not fast. That's why they put Sami Hippia beside him. Hippia mm-hmm. was like your Nemanja Vidic and those guys. Physical, yes, they're comfortable on the ball, but they're not ball-playing centre-backs. Um, and they were fast and physical. But yeah, Finland is not making the team over Trent. And... John Arnarese, I count him as the left back rather than the left winger, even though in this match he was specific. But yeah, I think in a match, especially being that you're being coached by Jurgen Klopp, I see this team 
I see, I see that um, Gerard and Chabi Alonso won't be able to compensate for what they have around them. Again, Luis Garcia was world-class at the time, but he's also playing out of position. He wasn't a winger. He was actually a forward. It was supposed to be him and Gibral Cece up front. So, like I said, Benitez tried to make some tactical changes that because he knew that he couldn't just compete with Milan with the team he had. So, bringing in an extra defender to play in midfield, um, allowing Gerard and Xabi Alonso to control the midfield, bringing one of your forwards out wide in Luis Garcia, bringing on a physical forward like Barros, and having Harakule play in behind. Uh, but yeah, I agree that the 2019 squad would have won in mm-hmm. a one-off game. <coughs> All right, let's go to Man United's... Um, Let's go to Man United's uh, 1999 squad versus their 2008 um, squad. All right. This this is the following. Who do you prefer? Edwin Bundesar or Peter Schmeichel? Good question. I believe Bundesar is the better keeper. But um, Schmeichel has achieved more. But can you say Schmeichel has achieved more? Didn't he win the Euros with Denmark? No. Okay, then he, so. then he didn't achieve. I did. Then he didn't achieve more. I thought he. What did? What did? What did? Um. Wait, what did, did he not wait? What Jesus? Yeah, like didn't he win it with um my boy um that play for Barca and Madrid, Landro? Oh yes, he did win it. Jesus Christ, yes. Yeah. Ninety-two. Oh, yeah. And yeah, they, Iman, they beat them. Iman Landro them. Yeah, Iman oh, Landro them. But you have to remember, yeah. Landrup was a and Larson was, and Larson was the top goal scorer that year. Yeah. So you have, to, you have to keep those things into consideration. Um, but the thing is, Van der Sar didn't achieve for the Netherlands. He was always considered a loser. Yeah, Netherlands never achieved on the top. Yeah, so if Christ that, couldn't do it, then boy. <laughs> so, and Van der Sar was a part of that golden generation of the... Um, the Sadoffs, not just from the Sadoffs, from the Sadoffs to the new Golden, from the Sadoffs and the um Gullit and those guys, he was a mm-hmm. youngster back then. And then when he came into his prime, you have the Raphael van der Bart, the Schneiders, the Robins. Um, he was a part of that era as well, the Rude van Nistaroys. Like he was a part of that era as well. Um, um, even down to the Huntelars and the um we call it Huntelar and Van Persie and those guys. Van, um, Van der Sar was still around. Remember, Van der Sar was still goalkeeping up until he was like 40 in the Premier yep, League at a was. high level. He was. All right, let's move to the back fours. Do you prefer Yapstam and... Um, do you prefer Yapstam? This Yap- is where it becomes a bit... All right, I want to say it becomes difficult here. All right, let's just make I some... Think... Let's, all right, let's, let's go position for position. You do you prefer Erwin or Patrice? Ever, definitely. All right. Now Wes Brown was. I don't know why Wes Brown started in this game. Maybe some injuries to Gary Neville. But um, for the 08 squad, Wes Brown is up right back. He's mm-hmm. just just like the last time we spoke about John O'Shea. Yep. Yeah, he was he was basically a youngster that was being played in that position for the day. Um, so you still have to pick Neville over him. Now. Yapstam and, jo- and Johnson versus um, Vidic and Ferdinand. Vidic and Ferdinand. I, I think... have to go Vidic and Ferdinand. I'm yeah, because I was about to say that. 
you can go what you Yap like. Yapsam is the one that's like, difficult. Yapsam is the one that's difficult because he also played for AC Milan, um, won the Champions League with them. They like you see, but in this one, what I was about to say that <coughs> I think talent-wise, yeah, Vidic and Ferdinand is more talented. But I would look at the two centre backs as more of a partnership. And no, I think that's a, as a yeah. partnership. Vidic and Ferdinand were better, better than, than Stam and Johnson. That's I agree with that. I agree with that. Um, I think in terms of talent, both goalkeepers are on equal footing. Yes, I think they are. All right, let's go to the midfields. You like you like Beckham and Nicky, but over Carrick schools. Now, granted, um, for some reason, Seradic switched to a 4 3 3 for this match. Um, he allowed Argreaves to start at the defensive midfield position with Carrick and Scholes either side of him. Um, but in comparison, in compar- if I was to switch it to a flat 4-4-2, I guess. But then again, Blomqvist is actually a winner. <clears throat> so yes. You want to come, you want, I can't come gigs in the midfield. Ah... I think Carrie Construes is a better midfield. Than Nicky Button Beckham. Yeah. I think if I think the biggest like but even I, would Harry is Beckham, even... I would take Beckham over Carrick. Right? But as a partnership, like shows and character me would be a lot better than Beckham and Bot. But granted, I think Beckham would have been would have given you more going forward than. Yeah, but Beckham was also naturally a winger. You know, that was also the problem. Because they started Blankwist on the left. So I would have actually <laughs> had Beckham on the left and because all right, let's 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 try to let's switch this 4 3 3 4 4 4 Let me see what I'm gonna do. Um yeah, before at the back, Hargreaves and um Carrick. They both played a 4 4 2, you know. No, but it's Tevez and Rooney would have been the Tevez and Rooney would have been the Yeah, with Christy Outwide and Hargreaves. And no, but Hargreaves, not, no, but here's the problem. Hargreaves is not a winger. He's a defensive he's midfielder. But that's the problem. We, but he has, you have gigs out wide as well. Sir Alex, Sir Alex basically did the same thing that he did in 08, you know. In, sorry, in, in 99, he did the same thing again in 08. Yeah, but here's the thing, though. I would have to count, um, Carrick and Hargreaves as the midfield, and I'll have to put Scholes and Ronaldo all white. And then Tevez and Rooney up front. But that's the problem, you know, we can only do like how they played it, and it was, it was okay, Scholes Ar- and Carrick in the midfield. Hargreaves all white. No, but Hargreaves wasn't out wide. Hargreaves was in the midfield as well. It was a 4 3 3 for the 08 final. It was Hargreaves, Carrick, and Scholes. Like I said, Carrick and Scholes were the playmakers, and Hargreaves was a defensive midfielder. Ronaldo, Tevez, and Ronaldo, Tevez, and Rooney were the fours are actually a front three. That's why I said I had to switch it to a 4-4-2 to make it work in terms of comparison of position. But I would still choose the midfield of Carrick and Spurs. So let's say you include Blanc this in this, right? And you mm-hmm. push Giggs into the front three. Blanc this is, to me, not better than Spurs, Carrick, or Hargreaves. Nicky, I would take um, Carrick and Spurs over Nicky, but... So I would still count the man new midfield of 08 as the overall better midfield because the only one in the midfield that could meet this midfield is Becker. So if you take out Blankvist and you take out um, 
if you take out Blanc Vist and you take out Nicky Butt. Because Nicky Butt isn't better than Nicky Butt isn't better than Carrick. <coughs> um, you take out Hargreaves and you bring in Becker. Like, you know? And Blanc Vist isn't better than schools. No, the a front three of Giggs and Dwight York and Andy Cole was legendary. But I would still have to take Rooney Tevez on. Yeah. Um I think I think the, I think it's safe to say that the OA team wins because there's more quality, more talent, and there's more players in their natural position. Mm. And because Beckham there's, was there's playing more, out of position. There's more match winners as well in exactly each player can take team. over, can take over the team. And they had a ballon d'Or in Cristiano Ronaldo right there. And another contender in Rooney mm-hmm. at the time. Because remember, Rooney at that time is not the Rooney that people ended up seeing. Remember, exactly. that, that Rooney, People that Rooney forget was... that Rooney is England's top goal scorer and Manchester United's top goal scorer. He, did, he didn't lock his way to those numbers. No. And I remember, like, Man United signing him from Everton because he played one season at Everton and he was, what, 16, 17? Yeah, they signed when he when he was 16. Exactly. And he only played one season at Everton at the time. All right, so would you would choose the 08 squad over the 92 squad? All right, now let's have some fun. Um, I sent you the Leverkusen versus I sent you the Leverkusen versus um Madrid for 2002. No, you didn't. All right, so that's Leverkusen squad, and this one is the Atletico versus. Um, this is the twenty fourteen squad. Me, I didn't use a treble winning squad because then I would have to compare them with AC minus um. Ariel was such a tribute squad. There is no other tribute in squad, so I went with the 2014 squad. All right, let's see here. So we have. <coughs> All right, then. So here we go. All right, so you have Cassius. Um, Cassius Carvajal Ramos. Yes, versus Sanchez. Oh, you're using this is this is winning the team. Ancelotti's team. Yes. All right. Yeah, I decided not to go with Zidane's team because the only other treble winning um, dynasty in football is Ariel Versace. Oh, so that's a comp. No, um, as in with three Champions League wins. Yeah, back to no, back. you have Bayern and you have Ajax. All right, cool. But like I said, those treble winning, like back to back treble winning, um, squads, like back to back. I'm not talking that they've won three over a period of time, despite having the same players. I'm talking a treble winning squad, meaning yeah, that you Bayern, yeah, Bayern and yeah. Ajax. All right, cool. We'd have to compare those squads as an overall look in terms of just winning one-off mm. champions. Ajax wins. 
yeah, but that's a, that's that's for another day. Um, <laughs> in terms of one off, even agree without even going through the teams. <laughs> one off, but like I said, we have a podcast. We still have to talk about any goddamn thing. Um, yeah, I wanted to do just these one off champions even wins rather than go against like. I can't compare a one-off Champions League squad to a squad that won three years in a row. Mm-hmm. So, like, that's why I went with the 0 2 versus 2014. Because after 2014, who won the 2015 Champions League? Barca. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's a space in between. I know that a lot of the players who were in the Ancelotti team were still a part of the treble winning dynasty. But um, I just wanted to go with a one-off wins. So the squad with um, Zidane, um, the squad with Zidane in 2002, Raul and Morientes up front. Um, I, I would like to push Figo into that front three, being that the other team used that front three. Okay. Figo I think ended up- we're going to have to do position by position. Yeah, but the problem is one is using a 4-4-2 diamond, one is using a 4-3. That's the problem. No, even if it's like swap this round to like a 4-3-3, it, you know, it's No, but if you, switch it, if you switch it to a 4-3-3, Zidane, Solari, and Makalele in midfield. It's yeah. Raul, Moriantes, and Figo up top. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. We can work with that. All right, no problem. All right, so let's start with the back four first. Roberto Carlos versus Fabio Poincaro. Now, of course, Marcelo came on during the match because Coventry... But Roberto Carlos. Roberto Carlos over both. Roberto uh, Carlos was the was the Marcelo before the Marcelo. Before Marcelo. As a matter of fact, paved the way for players. Right? Roberto Carlos is still considered the one, one of the greatest left-backs of all time. Of all time. <coughs> Marcelo has not been in that conversation. You know that, you know that, you know what, you know what prevents him from being in that conversation? He doesn't have a World Cup, you know. That's it. Because he win everything else in Brazil, confederations, mm-hmm. mul- multiple, um, multiple um, Copa Americas, because he's been playing for Brazil long before Neymar generation. Him and Danny Alves have been playing for Brazil before that generation. So, um, so when it was like, when it was Danny Alves, Maicon, Marcelo, and Andre Santos, or sorry, not Andre Santos, Michel Bastos, those were the fullbacks at the time. Um, I'm talking right after the Cafu era of Cafu and Roberto Carlos. It was mm-hmm. Marcelo and Michel Bastos at left back for Brazil. Um, and at times, they would push Zé Roberto out there, but Zé Roberto was really a midfielder um, for Bayern. And you had um, Maicon and Danny Alves um, as well. And of course, there have been some other backup left backs that have come in through the years, like Maxwell had his little run, but he was a backup for Marcelo. Um, Andre Santos from Fenerbahce who ended up playing for Arsenal he was a backup for Marcelo as well um, and of course Michel Bastos um, from Leon and Roma so Roberto Carlos would be the, the, the better left back over both and um, at the time Fabio Coventry was actually playing at a world class level which is because Jose brought him in to actually compete with Marcelo which he was at mm-hmm. the time yes he was but, we know the injury proneness of him, so Marcelo had to come on in that game. I would pick Cassias over Sanchez either way in goal, despite yes, the fact Cassius that Sanchez came on anyway. Exactly. But yes, Cassias in goal. Yeah, Michel Salgado was a good fullback, but I mean, Carvajal has proven to have outplayed him. I thought that Salgado would have been more, more like that generation's Arbelo. 
there's a functional left back plane, a functional right back plane in our Glasgow. Now, this is the tricky part. Here, I would pick over Varane. Um, but Helguera, I'm not picking him over Ramos. I think we have a... Okay, so that's one. Let's see that now. Cassius cancels himself. Well, Cassius didn't start in this one. But him still come so on Cassius anyway, so over something. Sanchez. Yeah. So that's one to the 2014 team. Carlos over Marcelo. That's one to the 02 team. Carvajal over Salgado. So that's two to 2014. Right? Hiero over Varane. That would be two to Yeah, four. remember, Hiero, Hiero is what Ramos was for the squad. No, he was the captain, yes. the leader. The, the leader, team. exactly. So Hiero, so, and Ramos over Helguera. Yeah. So three, two. Now, this is the fun part. Are you picking, Mr. Chelsea fan, are you picking Makaleli over Casemiro? Casemiro can't even talk about Makaleli. Ah, cool, cool. <coughs> well, when Casemiro when retire and then call the role the, the Casemiro role, then he can even think about joining, all right, all right. joining this line. As Zidane said, what's the point of putting a new paint on the Ferrari if they remove Wall the paint if you move in? All right, cool. This is the tricky part now. Zidane over Modric? Yes. I'm sorry, Magic, but you are no Zinedine Zidane. You are no Zidane. All right. Now, De Maria before, automatically over Salah. Yeah. Before, before football became obsessed with stats, yeah. we used to use our eyes to watch. Mm-hmm. Which is why guys like Iniesta and Zidane don't get um, talked about the same way. The period I'm going because... to throw some shade, you know? It's the reason yeah. why Liverpool fans think that Salah is better than Hazard, you know. But we use our eyes to watch football, you know. We don't we don't pop out a calculator. Also, guys, please remember that modern football is catered to attackers. Like the it is, Zidane, it the, is very the, catered the, to the defensive the defensive midfielders and center backs that he was going up against would kick the shit out of you for, for the, some of the things that these guys are doing. Yes, football and they would become, have gotten away with it because of TV. Because we should remember that back then, fans could attend the games without spending half them life savings every year. No, it was actually it was actually a, it was actually something made available for the month for the for the um, typical working class. Because but the rules have changed. How referees govern the game has changed to favor attackers more. Just like in every sport, the NFL is going through it. The yes, NBA is going through it. They want it to be more exciting for the TV audiences. Yes, so that more goals are being scored. If more goals are being scored, more people will be watching because goals make games. Exactly. So, yes, so Zidane, over, Zidane um, was beautiful player. Beautiful. Complete midfielder. And yes. everything. And played all three roles throughout his career. Started as an attacking midfielder as he got older, played as a deep-line playmaker, which is what he complained about when him and Beckham had to play as a pair. Because mm-hmm. again, why the fuck you have to paint the car goal if you have to put engine on that? Um, now, Solari was actually just a functional player, he was a good player, but he was not like world class. As a matter of fact, there was guys on the bench who could have um coming over him, like Booty, who ended up having a better career than him. 
and ended up starting over him. And Steve McManaman was basically at the end of his career at this point. He yep. was no longer Liverpool, Steve McManaman, and he came off the bench. Um, so, yeah, I would put Di Maria over Solari. Okay, no qualms with that. But I think the midfield goes to the O2 team. All right, all right. So the, the front three is now, now the front threes are now. Do you take Figo over Gareth Bale? Yes. All right. It's automatic. Listen, I love Morientes even play for Valencia, but you're not Benzema. Sir. So and he even play for my Marseille team. He even play for Marseille in 2010. Hey, is a damn good goal scorer. Yeah, I'm not saying he's not, but come on. We're talking about Karim Benzema here. Karim Benzema just passed um thing there for Madrid as all time. Is that fourth now? Yeah, I think what CR7 is the highest, right? Yes. But Benzema just passed someone. Yes. Uh, I think it's D Stefano and pass. I think it's D Stefano and pass. Yes. And yeah. yeah. So yeah, Benzema. Benzema, yeah, Benzema. And as much as Raul was the number seven before CR7, as a matter of fact, when CR7 signed for the club and Raul was still there, they respected Raul so much that they gave CR7 the number nine and Benzema the number 11. Yeah, um, you couldn't keep, get that shirt there. Eh? Crazy, yeah, because yeah, so when Raul finally left and the burner with a wonder, exactly. So until until Raul left, I think I think, I think I think that's a tie right there. All right, cool. We'll, we'll go with a tie right here. Like, to be honest with you, I don't think yes, yeah, CR7 has more numbers than Raul, but, but again, people look at what people forget what Raul was, Raul at time. Is. exactly. People don't remember what Raul was, like. Trust me, Raul was something special in his day. Like, for Magic a, a lot, fans still revere Raul. CR7 doesn't get that same reverence as Raul gets. Exactly. And Raul was a part also of the whole Raul squad. Raul is a Magic boy still, but yeah. Yeah. So, Raul and CR7 are tied. Benzema and Benzema over Morientes, Figo over thing. You know, in a one-off match, Based on the fact that you have Carlo Ancelotti coaching um, over, um yeah <coughs> versus Vincente Del Bosque. Yeah. Because a lot of people don't remember that Vincente Del Bosque is a Champions League winner. Like, people only remember him that, oh, you played the same playing style as Pep. Um, no, people don't understand. Like, yo, this guy was a This guy was a top coach. He's a top coach, yeah, So this no day. So so this is difficult. In this one of the who would win? I think it goes to penalties. This goes to penalties. All right, cool. All right, so it's a tie on the penalty. No. I'm giving. Raúl Morientes and Figo can get on. Zidane can get around. Casemiro. And Di Maria. Now, as much as Di Maria works hard, mm. he's no natural defender. Or he doesn't have that natural defensive instinct in midfield. Yeah, but they he's have Solari. Yeah, but they have Solari. But they have Solari in the squad as in that midfield as well. Yeah, but you have Makaleli and Zidane. Yeah, but yeah, I think that tips, and then, and then, it, that tips it in their favor. Yeah, but I see if Cruz right. was let's see if Cruz was fully oh, sorry about Cruz. Um if Kedira <laughs> was fully fit. 
Yeah, because Kadira was fully fit in this one. Yeah. But also, you have to remember, like, Tony Cruz couldn't play because, I think, of injury. Xabi Alonso couldn't play because of injury. And he was no, I don't think Cruz was here. Cruz wasn't there yet. It was Xabi Alonso who couldn't play because he was injured. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was, was um, team here. Sorry, that's my mind. Xabi Alonso couldn't play because of injury. And then you have to remember that Kadir. Xabi Alonso and, I, and I think for this one, I mm-hmm. think this is the first time we might have to go to the substitute bench just to separate this one. Uh-huh, but you see, the problem is... All right. The substitutes if, that... like, if you're being honest, like you can't mm. say, oh, the starting the, 11s could really, yeah, the starting 11s are way too identical for you so, to be like, yeah, yeah. But you see, the problem is, but you see, the difference in these days is that your substitutes bench isn't what modern day football substitutes bench is. Like, exactly. modern day football, you can have an equal. Your bench can almost be as um as close as possible. Yes. Yeah, back in back these days, then, you, it was you weren't very able to hoard talent like that. Exactly. You weren't able to hoard talent. Talent was spread across multiple teams. Yeah. Look at look at, but just look at the fact. Look at the team that they're playing. Leverkusen. Yep. You would never hear a Leverkusen and Leverkusen had Lucio, one of the best Brazilian defenders of all time in terms of center backs, who won the World Cup with them in 0-2. Won the mm-hmm. Champions League with Inter Milan under Jose, was the leader at the back for that for that team. Michael Balak, great player for Bayern um, throughout great his year, great Liverpool player for Germany. Great German captain as well. Exactly. <coughs> and then Dimitar Berbatov, who um, won the Champions League with Manchester United. Mm-hmm. Coming, coming off, off the, bench. the bench. No, but he was coming out. He came off the bench in this Champions League final. Yeah, that's well. what I'm saying. He's coming off the bench. So you still have talent all over. So um, the bench for the, the the bench for the 2014 squad is to me better. The only person from this bench, from the bench um, that from the bench that could make the 2014 Madrid squad was Booty. As much as I like Francisco Pavon um, mm-hmm. as a defender, I'm sorry. The only person from that bench. The only person from the from the, 20, the 2002 bench that could make the squad of the 2014 is Guti. So I guess if the bench is going to be the tipping skill and you can bring on Isco, you can bring on Morata. And Morata played well as a substitute for Madrid at, at the time. Um, you can bring on Marcelo because remember, Marcelo didn't even start. Coentral started. And at the time, Coentral was playing at a very high level. Um, so I think for this one, we declare it a draw. Well, for declarator, like you said, it would go down to penalties and we just have to, um, we just have to, you know. I guess because a... both match has match winners. Mm-hmm. Both match has star personnel. Both has clinical strikers. Both has leadership. All right, so this is the only one that ended the draw. I don't think we have any minutes. Yeah, I think the only one that ends in the draw. All right, so this one would go to penalties and I guess use the imagination for that. <laughs> uh, so that's where we're going to leave you guys for today um, until the, the season really kicks off, but the real season really kicks off about this weekend where everybody's back, all leagues are back. So um, we'll see you guys next time.